Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated economist here. I unexpectedly had the day off today, so let's make some more videos, right? Uh... Let's talk about how the Federal Reserve has lost control. I mean, that is pretty much the narrative that I am reading throughout most of the articles that I find when they talk about the inflation that we are experiencing right now and the Federal Reserve and how they are going to deal with it as far as the lifting of interest rates, the, you know, the tapering, everything that they're doing to try and reel in the inflation. But they're not doing anything to reel in the inflation. They're still in an easy monetary policy. The only thing that has changed is the perception that people have out there and the timeline in which that they are going to engage in this mon monetary tightening. But they haven't done anything to ease off of the monetary policy. I mean, they're still easing, just not easing as much. So when I read these articles about people saying how they have lost control of the narrative or that they have lost control of inflation in that they have, like, no way of reversing this, well, they're still easing. Like, I don't, I don't think they've lost control. Like, if they lost control, it means that they have turned it off and it's still going. Like, they're not. They're still, like, you know, pushing the pedal, right? Remember we were talking about how El Aaron, the famous economist, Muhammad El Aaron, was saying that, you know, they have totally, like, made the worst call in history but that they shouldn't ease off the gas completely. They just need to ease up off the gas. Like they could still have their foot on the pedal. Like, you know, we need, still need to be monetary easy, but they've totally lost control. But don't, but don't stop. Right? I mean, I love it. Like, I mean, I love hearing this scenario going down, like the way people are, are talking about it. But one thing that you could look at that is not seeing the inflation is the bond market. The bond market is not concerned about inflation. It definitely sees it as transitory, and it's not expecting higher prices coming into the future. Now, a lot of people have some reasonings for this. And like, even we came up with a good one, the Greenspan conundrum, talking about how the market's fearing a global crisis taking place, or just the, you know a global downturn in, in the markets, forces people to get into the safe haven. And what's the safe haven? The U.S. Treasury. So they're getting out of what they got and getting into the safe haven of U.S. Treasuries. That's going to cause the price to go up and the yields to go down. But according to this article that I'm going to leave down in the description for you guys, it's saying that's not necessarily the case and that it's really just a handful of big players who are keeping support into the market, the U.S. Treasury market. I... I I don't know if I necessarily believe that. I really do feel that it's the market participation inside of like fear that there is going to be a global downturn that is getting people into those into that bond market, and that's what's keeping the yields down and the prices up. Um, now that's just my personal belief on it, and like I said, we talked about this in the past, you know, with the Alan Greenspan conundrum. However, the Federal Reserve said a long time ago that they were going to do this, that they were going to let inflation run extra hot for an extra long for an extended period of time. I mean, they said that they were going to do this. 
in almost all the articles that you read are talking about how the Federal Reserve has lost control and that the inflation is far above their 2% target. Well, they abandoned the 2% target a long time ago, like a couple years ago. And they've been shooting for a 2% average. So they don't really describe how they come up with this 2% average. Is it 2% over the last 5 years, 10 years, 20 years? two years? Nobody knows exactly how far back or how they calculate this average inflation rate. So really, is it come down to arbitrary? I mean, it was just like, so maybe if we calculated it back to 10 years, we hit our 2% average inflation. Hey, we met our goal. Yay. Okay, let's turn off the monetary easing and start turning into monetary tightening policy and see if we can maintain this 2% average over the course of this last 10 years. Well, if that's the case, then yeah, you're probably going to see inflation run extra hot or extra long for an extended period of time because the last 10 years, inflation really hasn't been at their 2% target. In fact, it's been under it for a good deal of the time. So trying to come up with a 2% average, it's probably going to have inflation running pretty hot in order to get that average inflation rate up to 2%. The Federal Reserve probably sees that coming and is going to deal with that coming into the future with those interest rate hikes and the tapering. The only problem is, is that you're going to end up seeing interest rates hiking into a time when people are feeling that it shouldn't be hiking, that they should be easing. Why? Because they have a 2% average over time. And because we just went through 6.8% inflation, we're going to have to incorporate that into the future inflation calculations. So this 6.8 is going to be in the system for quite a while. If it goes up again next month, it's going to be even longer. And so they're going to have interest rates going up while this 6.8 is in the, in the figures. You see where I'm getting at? And even if the economy slows down, this 6.8 average inflation rate is still going to be calculated in there. We're going to probably come into a time where you're going to find interest rates rising during a time when we have an economic slowdown taking place to maintain that average 2% inflation. Same reason why people are so confused by, the, by what the Federal Reserve is doing right now, th saying that they have lost control. They're going to use the exact same excuse in the opposite, saying the Federal Reserve is not know what they're doing. They should be easing up when they're when the economy is slowing down. The only problem is is that it's a 10% or a 2% average inflation rate, and we don't know how long that average is going to take. That's going to be hard to understand. I mean, it's going to be hard for anybody to try and wrap their heads around it. You can understand a 2% target. It's just like, okay, it's above 2%. The Federal Reserve should do something about that. But you can't understand a 2% average if you don't know how they're averaging it. Like, if you don't know how it is that they are going to come up with this 2% average, then there's no way to know what the Federal Reserve is going to do for a monetary policy. It almost becomes arbitrary. Like, you, like they say, oh, hey, by the way, guys, we did our calculations, and we've met our 2% average inflation goal. Well, now what do you do? I mean, are you going to ease? Are you going to tighten? Is the, because economic activity is slowing down, but the prices are going up, and you're like going for the 2% average instead of a 2% target. How do we... You see where I'm getting at? It's got the market so confused on, on what it is that's coming into the future, they just really have no clue. They just don't know anymore. I, personally, would follow the bond market. I think the bond market is probably going to tell all. And I've said that from the very beginning. I said, you got to watch what's going on with the debt markets going on in China. It's going to start there first. Evergrande, I didn't know they were going to be, I didn't know it was going to be the property. I didn't know it was going to be Evergrande. 
But you just go and listen to the Chinese governments and they said that they were going to bring the property prices down. They said this months ago. And what's happening? The property prices are coming down. Is anybody really surprised? So I'm going to edit this video and I'm going to put in a quick, like I think it's probably less than a minute long uh, section out of a video that I had done three years ago talking about the Federal Reserve's average inflation targeting. Not the, not the inflation target, the average inflation target. All right, uneducated economist, you guys let me know. Average inflation targeting, whereby central banks purposefully aim to achieve an above target inflation rate in good times. Well, that means like when things are hot and heavy and rolling, they're actually gonna cause more inflation during that time, cause or more asset you know, prices to go up. That way during the recessions and the assets prices start to fall, they'll actually fall down to where they should have been. So what happens to all the people who bought when the prices were at their high? They get screwed, right? They get screwed out of that. And 